bald and balding people and welcome back to those bald chicks i'm Paige, and i'm here with the show's first surprise host damon tidwell my husband (laughs) hello uh i'm really happy to come out of retirement for this i know you are he's here to actually help me with the topic of this episode which is dating with alopecia a while back there was a story posted to those bald chicks instagram asking about your experiences with dating if you tell the person right away about your hair loss, and if you wait a little bit. Uh, This episode is going to go over those responses as Damon is going to help me explain both of our feelings when it came to me telling him about my hair loss for the first time. So welcome, Dee. Thank you for having me. It's an honor and a privilege. I think I've been on the show one time previously, correct? Yes. And you uh, sound so, when he's on a podcast too, he sounds so official. He sounds like a newscaster. So it's a different Damon than I, than what I see at home. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I'm sure a lot of your listeners won't necessarily be impressed by this or care too much, but I was a guy with a podcast. So everyone knows how much we love those. (laughs) Yeah. But, but a good guy with a good podcast. Also, I, I found out about all my stuff and how to edit and everything through Damon. So we can all thank Damon for that. But all right, let's, let's get on to the, the episode topic. So like I said, we posted to the story on those ball chicks. And here were a couple of responses to telling people that you're dating or seeing about your alopecia. Somebody said, online dating is the worst. I decided to add bald pictures and non-bald pictures. People really think that they can say whatever when I have a bald photo versus non-bald photos. The comments I get when I'm bald is, up, Britney Spears, The Rock, etc. Which we all obviously know in the hair loss community. That is bullies go to and trolls go to to joke about if, even if a woman has a shaved head. Not even necessarily alopecia, but also... um with the shaved head or even a guy with the shaved head it's always like a spectacle and it's weird you probably know that though you do you have like bald friends yeah one of my good friends actually he said he he started shaving his head when he was pretty young high school and just that it was always like the go-to insult for him was just to talk about him being bald so even for men it's definitely been a sort of sore spot Right. easy way to pick it's like on the them. first thing that somebody picks up if something's bald or balding is that like that they can't look past it they always have to say something which is really unfortunate somebody else also said they usually know before but it did take me some time to go without my wig in front of them which obviously damon and i can agree on too god how long did it take for me to go wigless around you i think it was the night I shaved my head, right? Which was about how oh, how far in? Like seven months in? Yeah, we were we were living together and oh man, I'm trying to do the math here. I know I me too. It, I think we were living together and maybe it was just before COVID happened. Yeah, that's what I was. Was it just too. before COVID? Or maybe it was like right in the beginning. Where we were no, we weren't no, yes, we were working from home. That's why I think I got the courage to do it because I was like, oh, I don't have to go into the office, so everything's cool. And I know that you had kind of tempted fate. You kind of tinkered with that idea and you end up kind of just kind of cutting your edges of your hair off a little bit. Mm -hmm. Because I know I think around my birthday, I think it was my 32nd birthday, 
you have shorter hair in some of the pictures. Yep. Yeah, that was like my thing where I just kept going shorter and shorter and shorter. But I don't think I was comfortable without a wig around you for a while, though. Like, you knew about my hair loss. Mm -hmm. But even when, like, we went to bed, I would always wear a hood or something, you know? Like, I now I don't care. <laughs> you know that. Now I yeah. absolutely do not care. But, like, in the beginning, man, that was hard for me. So I completely understand what that person is saying in that post. So another person said, I was terrified to tell my now boyfriend at first that I waited three weeks. Thankfully, he is so accepting. We love to hear it. We love supportive partners. Somebody else also said, I usually tell them right away or they see it on my Instagram feed and normally they don't have a problem with it. Somebody also said, I usually don't tell them unless they ask about it or bring it up, why I don't have hair, etc. Which, which is interesting. I mean, like for some people, I obviously that wear wigs, they probably don't feel like telling people about alopecia because it's always questions and everything. But you know, with alopecians that rock their bald or patchy head, it's kind of like people will look at you different or will want to know more. So you almost feel obligated to tell people about it, which is also another thing because it kind of just puts the pressure on you. Somebody also said, I mentioned it right away. I love when people do that because I wish I told Damon sooner than what I did because I hid it for really long and it was a second job it felt like to hide my hair loss from him he had no clue by the way when I told him about my hair loss he said oh I had no idea which in my mind the whole time I'm like he knows he's just being nice about it <laughs> in hindsight there were things that make sense yeah. as to you know why you did those things but when we first started dating I was just like oh she really likes hats oh she just she doesn't want me to touch her hair which is fine you know as a black man I know some yeah. people don't like that to have their hair touched, so I respected sure. that because I, I don't like to have my hair touched by especially people I don't really know. Absolutely. So, you know, I just was like thinking, oh, okay, she just is sensitive about her hair. I understand that, so I, I'll respect that. But I never would have in a million years guessed that you had alopecia. I would have never known if you didn't say like if you kept up that charade. I <laughs> you just would have been oblivious. You know what's yeah. interesting is you never said that about your hair and being a black man so I didn't even put two and two together with that like in the beginning I literally thought only about me and I totally know that's a thing in the black community so that's that's interesting because I didn't even think about that at the time I would have never thought about that so that's very interesting all right somebody else said tell them right away it's important to be accepted for who you are it's a core part I totally agree with that but also I also understand how hard it is to tell people because you never know you the second guessing of oh my god what if they respond terribly like with Damon I honestly thought he was going to be like cool with it and then leave me truly I thought he was going to be like well this isn't going to work <laughs> because you're losing your hair so um yeah boy that would have been wild wouldn't that have been something that would have been that I mean yeah that would have been wild you know I must say that <laughs> Hi, Milo. <laughs> Hi, Milo. <laughs> I, I, I have to say that, um, you know, I thought you were going to tell me that you had like some sort of uh, terminal illness. I thought you were going to tell me, as our <laughs> Milo yawns in the background here, yeah. I thought you were going to tell me something much more serious than you did. Right, I because did, I, I came, like, oh. when I came to you about it, though, I was like acting like it was news like that, because essentially in my head, I thought when I was in the thick of it, 
it did coincide with terrible news like that because my whole identity was like taken away from me. So I understand you thinking that it was going to be me saying like, hey, I got diagnosed with cancer or this or this, just so you know, like that, that makes sense because I definitely came into it with absolute terror on my face. (laughs) Yeah. And I don't know, I, maybe you remember my reaction better, but I remember feeling like it wasn't that big of a deal when you told me that I just said, I felt, I remember saying, oh, that's not that wild. Cause yeah. I have people in my family that have hair loss. So I didn't you know really what, you know, what's funny it. is one of my, cause I have questions for you. One of my questions is like, what was your first thought when I told you about my hair loss? Like, what's the first thing that popped in your head when I said that? Was it that you knew family members? Like it wasn't nothing other than that. It was just like, oh, okay. I guess I should probably take a step back and say, if I had to really go through the order of operations, it was probably, that makes a lot of sense about the way that you had acted about your hair and doing your hair in certain appearances, the hats. Okay, that makes sense. And then the second one was, huh, I thought she was going to tell me that she had like lupus or something. Right. And then the third Because that's part of lupus, yeah. And the third was, you know, people in my family have hair loss my grandmother in Cincinnati is totally bald Mm -hmm. so I didn't really think anything of it it wasn't a big deal to me so like even the next day you didn't think anything of it it was just it is what it is I mean I felt things certainly had changed because I knew that was a big thing for you to reveal to me Mm -hmm. but I didn't like or love you any less but I knew things certainly had changed because you had to reveal something to me that made you feel very vulnerable and I know that it might have made you feel like you made a mistake in the initial moments after telling me that Mm -hmm. but I don't think it changed anything I know that you had some hard times even after telling me that but oh yeah I never questioned like my love for you never wavered so well you know what's interesting too that you say that it was different after I told you it was because I told you and then it opened up the door for you to see my worries for you to see my anxiety and depression about it and to go through all of those emotions with me because before you knew you didn't know any of that because I didn't show you I didn't want to show you any of that but like telling you I had alopecia then made it a whole nother thing where you got to see the tough sides that I was going through like the anxiety and everything so I mean I feel like that was what was if my hair loss didn't scare you off I thought my depression and my anxiety with it was going to scare you off like I remember one specific incident and you remember this too the place in Wyandotte or I forget what it was called it was a bar but it was the Mitten Pub in Wyandotte free promo for that place right so I remember the lights in there were absolutely for like fluorescent and I remember that I was doing my typical hairstyle that I did that you know all about where it was like a high pony and I had I started to get that bald patch right in the beginning beginning right in the front of my head and I sprayed it with that root spray and I remember panicking while being there I rushed to the bathroom a couple of times. I remember like telling you like people are going to see, people are going to see, we have to go sit in the dark somewhere. I was an absolute mess that entire time that I didn't even enjoy it. Yeah, I remember that night quite vividly. And I remember just reassuring you, you know, that 
if anyone's gonna say anything to you, you know, they're gonna have to deal with me. So, you know, no one is going to blatantly disrespect you, especially in the group of people that we were with. Mm-hmm. I still feel like that would never fly, even though there's some people that I, I know from around the way back home that aren't the uh, sharpest tools in the shed. I know that they have enough social awareness to not say something like that mm-hmm. about someone's hair loss or draw attention to it like that. And, you know, I wanted you to just have a good time and not worry about that. Mm-hmm. I didn't want you to worry, but I feel like there was still a little bit of aloofness, if you will, on my part of not really fully understanding your worries. It's yeah. still to me because I didn't think it was a big deal. You shouldn't think it was a big deal. But mm-hmm. it's a very big deal to you. Mm-hmm. That took a long time for me to understand. That's another question. I think that might be it then. The answer to this question is what was the biggest hurdle for you to jump while dating someone with alopecia? Yeah, it was definitely just respecting when you were worried about people noticing your hair loss or even now sometimes you don't always want to go out in the world without a, a wig or wrap or anything like that because you know you don't want people to ask you if you're ill or anything like that you know mm-hmm. you, you just don't want people to overstep their boundaries and, and respect yours and it's certainly one of those things is having someone in your life that you have to be mindful of their their fears and worries and things like that not just having to worry about myself that mm-hmm. was very very difficult at first yeah, I bet. I mean, that goes for like anything in life really is thinking about the other person, especially when you're used to not dating. Like, for instance, like me, I dated a lot throughout my life, like re- like years relationships after years relationships. So like, I mean, I think I was, what was it, a couple years that you had a relationship before me. So it was kind of getting back into the groove of thinking about the other person that you're with. Yeah, I was, I mean, I was 29 when we first started dating. I was very much like eligible bachelor kind of guy, like Mm -hmm. not in a bad way. I was selfish, but I was selfish because all I had to worry about was me. And Mm -hmm. so it was still very new to me to have to worry about and respect another person's feelings and having to protect those feelings. You know, I definitely failed at that in some respects, especially at the beginning. But, you know, five years into it now, I feel like I'm, I'm, you're a pro at it yeah you're a pro at it now um okay jumping into a couple more responses somebody said if I really like them I usually wait about two to three months when I have a sense of who they are which that's what I did somebody else said wore a wig on the first date he instantly knew it was a wig because he found my insta (laughs) that that would be something I obviously like cyber stalking is a thing so like checking out someone that you're going on a date with is absolutely a thing so like if I wasn't married to you now you could clearly go to my instagram because it's public and see oh my god she has hair loss even if it wasn't on a dating app so I wonder what that kind of conversation would be like with that person that I was seeing or going on a date with asked me, Hey, I, I looked at your Instagram and saw that you have alopecia. I don't know. Maybe, maybe people are that bold. Maybe they're not. Who knows? Um, um, you know, I just, the only thing I ever really looked at people, and this is not really specific to hair loss, but when I was dating around back in my twenties, I know that one of the things that I would kind of cyber stalk, if you will, was like political beliefs, like making sure I wasn't walking into sure. like a, 
like going on a date with like Lauren Boebert or something. Oh but, God. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I guess that would make sense to do that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, it, it's like when you apply for a job, you, you're doing like you're vetting, you know, the sure. potential candidates. And I would never really have thought to like ask about hair loss or anything like that. I'm like, oh, huh. They have hair loss. Right. That's that. And that's that. Right. Somebody else also said, I don't mention it, but I wear a scarf so it's evident. Well, it's a great uh, parameter to know. Somebody else said, comments when I'm not bald. Hi, beautiful. How are you, gorgeous, etc." I hate the difference. Uh, I know that a lot of us on Instagram deal with the weirdos and creepers that come into our DMs just because we have hair loss. And that's also very weird for people to fetishize it um, so that you kind of get a slew of both like you could get rude people or you could get people that fetishize it or you could just get normal people but it's kind of up in the air for that another person said on dating apps i will mention it but hesitate to put a ton of photos for safety reasons with anyone i meet in person first i don't typically hide the fact that i have it which i completely understand for safety reasons that makes sense uh, somebody else said, I had great experiences showing up bald on the first date without any issues. Love to hear that. That's always what I'm looking for is people that have great experiences off the bat. Somebody else said, I mentioned it right away. And the last couple are no dating for me. It's so hard for me to talk about my hair loss, which I think somebody just recently messaged me on Instagram, actually, and they're brand new to dating someone and she has alopecia. And she said that, you know, her boyfriend knows, but like bedtime routines, sleeping, you know, all the intimacy and everything is pretty hard for her just because wearing a wig is clunky at night and it's hot and sweaty and it's itchy. I know that me and you had that in our relationship where I felt really uncomfortable, still kind of do sometimes where if we ever get intimate that I like have to put on a wig or feel like I have to hide my hair loss, which is a very weird thing to pop in your head because you don't want that to be the first thing you think about when you think about intimacy and feeling beautiful and all that. So I can completely relate with that, with not wanting to date because after my previous relationship ended, I didn't expect to date anybody at all. I was also in the midst of, you know, my hair loss being pretty bad and not being open about it at all to anybody. And then Game and walked into my life and I was like, oh my God, like I don't want to fall in love. I don't want I don't want this right now because I'm trying to figure out my hair loss. Yeah, you know, I mean, other than, you know, the ending of a previous relationship, I gotta imagine being deep into the throes of hair loss. I think you were like four years in, something like that when we first started dating. It's been like, like three or four years. It's been like oh, I'm thirty one now. Yeah, you're 31. I've known so, you for a long time. You were 25 so when I met you. It's literally been nine years. When I'm 22, it'll be 10 years. 32. What'd I say? 22. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I, I don't know about you, but you're feeling I'm feeling 22. 22. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry, go ahead. I interrupted you. But yes. No. Uh, yeah, it just like the adjustment of, you know, the end of a relationship and then starting a new one uh, so quickly. And then also being deep in the throes of something that you cannot control, like hair loss, that has to take a toll mentally, because mm -hmm. there's a lot of different emotions that you have to wrestle with and, and come to grips with. Yeah. And I mean, 
hats off to you for kind of being able on to... this show we say wigs are oh I'm... <laughs> i've been exposed not a long time <laughs> with the, uh, uh wigs off to you though for being able to come out the other side of that period of your life for the better because mm-hmm. that is i couldn't imagine dealing with that as someone who's gone through a lot of traumatic stuff in, in his life mm-hmm. you know it's hair loss is a different beast because you you have no control whatsoever and you feel out of control in life Mm -hmm. and I know that was such a struggle for you yeah and I know we tell each other obviously anything and everything so like you know that my previous relationship one of the big causes for ending is my hair loss like I let it control my feelings and my emotions and I became someone I didn't recognize and I made scenarios up in my head because I had hair loss and I thought I wasn't lovable and all that So like meeting you, I said to myself, oh my God, what if he gets that same exact person that just ruined her last relationship? You know what I mean? Like I was scared that you were going to get that person too. And nobody deserves that. Nobody deserves all of the extra crappy side and crappy emotions that come with it. So I was scared that you were going to get that person, which Happily, you only got for a little bit. You got my anxiety and depression just for a little bit with my hair loss. But I was scared that that was totally going to scare you off. Like I said to myself, well, why would I start this relationship when I know I'm going to scare him off, if not for my hair loss, with my anxiety and depression that's going to ruin dates and ruin seeing people and meeting his family and stuff like that because I just don't want people to realize I'm wearing a wig or I have hair loss. So, yeah. I will say the beginning of our relationship was very tough because you were going through that. And also I was so used to just kind of like not letting women really get too close to me. Like I always kind of just keeping, you know, an exit plan on tab. If I feel like things weren't kind of going the way you wanted to. Yeah. Either the way I wanted it to, or I felt like it was not going to work out. Mm -hmm. And so unfortunately that kind of led to some issues for us because I kept that mentality, but yeah we uh we decided we kind of power through it and i think that was for the better that's probably Mm -hmm. the best decision we both made i know uh damon and i's thing about each other is ever since we got married well kind of like our whole relationship is we said any way out of this relationship is one of us in a body bag (laughs) and not like self-inflicted or like (laughs) anything like that (laughs) not us murdering each other but like us just being old and dying and that's the only way you can get rid of me type deal yeah i told her that i'll never sign the divorce papers if it ever came down to it i'm living in the garage (laughs) she was never gonna get rid of me i'm always gonna be here Yep. I'm like Michael Myers looking around that, that <laughs> shrub, that bush, looking at Jamie Lee Curtis. That's yes. going to be me from the garage door. For sure. Yeah, we're we're locked in uh, for life. But okay, I have a couple more questions for you in regards to my hair loss. That was the la- last of the responses. So we're going to jump on into asking him a couple questions on how he felt. So we obviously answered the what was the biggest hurdle. You kind of answered this too. Did you have any idea I had hair loss? Did you ever pick up on me being odd about you not touching my hair or wearing hats or anything like that? You kind of already answered that one too. But this next question is, why do you personally think that hair loss is underrepresented? Or like, why do you think hair loss is seen as like chemo? made my hair fall out you must be ill you must be this and 
is not really represented in a powerful way. It's more seen as like a weakness. Yeah, so hair is kind of a sign of, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Is virility a good word? It's a sign of, I don't know, just like the visual of a beautiful woman. Like, um, you ever seen Fast Times at Richmond High when Phoebe mm-hmm. Cates comes out of the water and she's got the long, wet hair dripping down? It's it's like those visuals like that, you know, really striking. Or even like commercials of like long luscious hair blowing in the wind or whatever. Yeah. Or I'm a big wrestling guy. Um, Mm -hmm. you know, looking at the wrestlers, they come out and they're muscular and they have the long hair. They kind of have like that warrior look, you know, Mm -hmm. it makes them look very strong. You know, just hair is seen as such an important part of, at least in our culture, like the Western side of things in the United States, Mm -hmm. I would say, you know, hair is like a really important thing. You know, when people start to lose their hair, do they start to panic because they're worried about being old? You see so many actors, they start to get hair plugs because they don't want to look old or look weak or frail or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. For women, you know, it's such an important sign of uh, femininity. Yeah. So hair is a sign of femininity in women. I mean, in the 90s when Alien 3 came out, it was such a big deal that Sigourney Weaver's character, because Ripley had hair, mm-hmm. not super long, but she did have hair. It was an iconic, like, curly hair look. She cut it all off. Mm-hmm. You know, she had she had to shave it when she went to the prison planet, and that was so uncommon. And then, you know, you had G.I. Jane, yeah. Demi Moore, and for that role, she shaved her head. And she legitimately shaved her head, if I recall. Yeah. And that was such an unladylike thing to do. And with people losing their hair, you have such a certain association with hair. When you see Mm -hmm. people that are balding, like you said, it makes people think of their ill, you know, in movies like Lex Luthor, he was bald and he was an evil guy, you know, bald guys are evil, that sort of thing. So, um, yeah, hair is just is always seen as such a positive thing. Mm -hmm. I know it's so bizarre. It's so bizarre that it's hair loss has been along around for so long and it's still seen as that way. So it's just wild to me. Okay, last question. What is one piece of advice you would give to someone that is newly dating someone with hair loss or even has a friend that they just found out that their friend has hair loss or is going through hair loss? What is a piece of advice that you would give to that person? Respect their boundaries. If you don't think it's a big deal, that's fine. But for them, it's a very big deal. They're the one losing their hair, you know, respect those boundaries, you know, be supportive in any way you can just kind of feel out what their thoughts are about it, where they're at mentally in that journey. Because I know sometimes you might reference something or look into something like a support group or wigs or whatever, you know, kind of feel out if that's something that that person would be interested in or if that's part of their journey they want to take because you don't want you to feel like you're patronizing them or patronizing them pushing in it like like hey you should probably wear wigs or hide your bald patches like you don't want to come off that way you want to be more of a helping hand than like criticizing them yeah you don't want to insult them it's like uh we watched the cable guy yesterday Mm -hmm. where matthew broderick's character gives jim carrey the book on how to lose your lisp in 30 days yeah and and we we literally said yes a big insult that doesn't because then you said you said what if one of your friends literally gave you a book that said this remedy will make you grow your hair back in 20 days or whatever 
And I said, that would be the worst possible thing. Like, that's not a gift. That's an insult. So yeah, that yeah, that's actually a good reference because I completely forgot about that. It's like, you don't want to give, you almost don't want to give options to someone that has something going on because you don't want it to come off that way. Like you want to be supporting and be like, oh, like, have you looked into support groups and stuff like that? You know what I mean? So yeah, definitely be like a helping hand. And if, if you want advice, reach out to someone that has hair loss, like reach out to someone that has experienced hair loss. I've had people reach out to me that are like, hey, my best friend just got diagnosed with alopecia. How should I go about this? How, how can I support them? How can I be there for them? And I think that's awesome because I, you know, people to ask and that will give you the best advice is people that have hair loss and what they expect their friends and family to say and do. So awesome. I like your answer to that. So I wanted to say thank you to my husband for being here. <laughs> I, I'm happy to be here. I'm always here. I'm literally always here. I will You're be here all here. week, every mm-hmm. week, unless we move or yes. I croak. So. <laughs> and thank you for loving me and my patchy bald head. I love you and your patchy bald head. It's my favorite. You guys know the ending of this. If you want to get a hold of those bald chicks, email at thosebaldchicks at gmail.com or send a message on Instagram or Facebook. All of the links to everything you need is in the direct me which you will be able to find in this episode description. Until next time, guys, bald peck out.